from St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. say when you talk about how you know people are kind of opening up and you get this really good moment I was struck listening to this you really get some some interesting admissions from people and they're not just talking about the music there's one point where um, one musician you talk to she talks about her father dying of alcoholism and how she herself was struggling with with being a blackout drinker um, just just starting with talking about these songs does it end up opening entire worlds Absolutely. Yep. And, you know, these musicians have a story to tell, and especially when they're the lyricist, they have a story to tell that, you know, we don't really know at all. I mean, we can listen to the lyrics, or if you're like me, uh, you don't really hear or process lyrics ever. Ever. Yeah. I'm Sarah Fetsky. Anyone who's ever been a guest on this show could tell you about our audio engineer. Aaron Dorr isn't just the wizard who makes us sound great in real time and builds sparkling podcasts after my part of the show is done. During the past year, when all of our guests were suddenly remote, he's proven essential in connecting us with the people we feature on the air, whether they join us from their home, their broom closet, or a tent in their child's bedroom. And yes, that really happened. We keep Aaron pretty busy, and so it came as a great surprise to me, at least, when Aaron launched a side project this winter. It's a podcast called Songs Out Loud. And it's like St. Louis on the Air, a series of conversations with some of the most interesting people in town. Only in this case, they're all musicians. They go in-depth on one song. And Aaron does everything. The interviews, the editing, the production. Here's how Aaron opens his audio documentary chapter about the St. Louis-based rock band Middle Class Fashion. You're listening to Songs Out Loud from St. Louis, Missouri. I'm Aaron Dorr. This podcast documents the life of a song. Everything from what inspired the original idea to how it came together in the studio. With the help from isolated instrument and vocal tracks called stems supplied by the artists, I recorded them reflecting back on their creative process with it and compiled it all here in a documentary style show and tell. It's a behind the scenes tour of their song, instrument by instrument lyric by lyric, and beat by beat. I sort of wrote this to like get my power back in a time when I was feeling hurt, to like reframe the situation how I wanted it, to hype myself up, and almost to like cast a little bit of a spell And that is the new podcast, Songs Out Loud, in its episode featuring middle-class fashion. And joining us today to talk about this very cool side project is our own sound engineer, Aaron Dorr. Aaron, welcome. My pleasure. Thank you. So, Aaron, you say this project was inspired by your favorite podcast. What is that? Yeah, so I thought I had friends, um, and then I found that I had been missing about, I want to say, six years of this amazing podcast from Radiotopia, um, distributed by PRX, called Song Exploder. And I found these, I think my wife showed me uh, this episode from uh, featuring Hosier, 
and he's this you know singer songwriter guy but he had a new album out and he was breaking it down on this podcast and he started with the demo uh you just i hit play on it and he's talking about the demo and i'm like nobody ever hears this part of songwriting you know and he's playing like his voice memo track from his phone and then next thing you hear is like the first like little project file uh, recording that he did with his organ and then talking about like listening to it in the shower and like you just get this like oh my god this this guy is a person and i can relate to all this about him and uh in the background you're hearing what he's talking about so like the organ is playing in the background and he's like yeah, this part just needs a little more such and such thing. And it gets nerdy, you know, and it's for musicians maybe, but it's also like a really neat just documentary in general where you're like, yeah, like a show and tell. And it makes sense that this would be such a good podcast. This is something that wouldn't translate to a magazine story. Yeah, no, exactly. And the interesting thing about podcasts are that you're listening to it usually with earbuds or headphones. And so there's like a lot of detail in Song Exploder uh, where you're like listening for things in the background. You know, they're talking about a specific thing. You're, they're talking about, you know, how they recorded the first acoustic guitar on their demo while they're like sitting on their porch or in their basement or something. And so like they're talking about it and you're hearing the guitar in the background. But if you're on the highway, like listening to music, like how we listen to music, mm -hmm. that would be a different experience. So it's like automatically immersive just because of the like solitary nature of how we listen to podcasts, I think. So a lot of people have podcasts that they love, right? But very few people decide, you know what? I think what the world needs is a localish version of this podcast. I'm just going to go do this. What got yeah. you to the point of, of saying, yeah, You know what I'm the world needs is another podcast. <laughs> and, and you know what? It turned out it did. But how well, did you know that? Maybe. We'll see. We'll see what the St. Louis on the Air bump is. Um, oh, boy. Now the pressure's on. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um, yeah, it got started because I kind of wanted to work for Song Exploder. And so I was just listening and I was being blown away by all these. There's 177 episodes of this. So um, everyone from Run the Jewels to Hozier to Fleetwood Mac. And I just felt like, oh, my gosh, this is perfect for me, just selfishly. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm a musician, so I get, like, what they're talking about. Um, I'm a songwriter too. I'm an audio engineer, so I'm appreciating all the editing and the production that goes into it. And I'm just like, how do I work for this person? You know, how do I work for these guys? And so, um, yeah, it kind of came up in a conversation. I was just hanging out with some buddies, uh, and they're like, "Well, do they have any job openings?" I'm like, "Oh crap, I don't know. Maybe." <laughs> you hadn't even thought about it. Yeah, no kidding. And so then that just got the ball rolling, and. I have my horses pull in so many directions already, but uh, this yeah, you have felt a lot like, of projects, but this felt like one that I just wanted to dive into. I was like, I'm gonna give this a shot because it, if anything, was made for a musician and audio engineer uh, who loves like local music. I don't know. I just felt like it was speaking to me. You know, it was like those things that get in your head. You're like, you have an idea. Should I explore this? Is it crazy? Uh, and I usually think they're crazy, but um, when the responses started coming back, you know, um, you just, you, uh, you Facebook message one of your buddy's bands or something, and you're like, um, does this sound like a good idea? And it was like this long, like, pitch. And they responded right away. Hmm. And this was like at one in the morning. And so I was like, wow, they're into it. Um, and the next one was too. And so at that point, you kind of had to go with it. And it was so validating. It really was. Like, I... Like I said, like these ideas, you just wonder 
if they're going to take off or you wonder if this is, I don't know, you just got to test them out, you know, uh, and you never know until you try. And that's what I learned from this is like, I'm just going to try it. Yeah. So I think a lot of people might even try something like this, but they have no idea what goes into making a podcast. Now, you came in knowing all that because you've been dealing with what we've gone through, not just in the past year, but but for years even before so that. Lucky. yeah. Yeah, so, you, you know, I feel like you knew things like booking guests and doing interviews remotely. Was there some part of this where you're like, wow, as long as I've worked on this show, I have no idea how to do this part? That is true, and I'm very lucky that I uh, get to see the behind-the-scenes stuff here. Um, so the scheduling stuff and the booking and the remote connections with CleanFeed, um, you know, that that was all second nature. Yeah, the thing that was crazy for me was uh, figuring out if I was going to pay these artists mm. or should I pay these artists to use their music. You know, like I'm featuring a song, and it might um, I didn't want it to be limited to you know, a specific pod, like, provider, like Spotify or something. Um, and I didn't, like, if it goes on YouTube, that's kind of separate. Like, that's a sync license. And so you're kind of like, should I just, like, cast the widest possible net and say, just, um, would you give me all of it for free? <laughs> and so I was like, well, I don't know. And I kind of, like, searched around and kind of pitched it with some, uh, on some Reddit threads, actually. And uh, it... People were saying all kinds of stuff, so it was a bad idea <laughs> I bet. to do that, actually. <laughs> but so in the end, I was just like, well, um, I don't know. I'm broke, and I might as well just go for it. Uh, the worst thing is that they can say no, and we'll start negotiating, like, what a fair price would be. And, like, I want to support them, so. Um, and these are good advertisements for their work. I mean, did people see that? I know. That's the thing, though. You can't pay your bills with, you know, word of mouth. It's so true. I was kind of like, maybe I should. I kind of want to do it right. Like, And I kind of felt like... It would be more profe- like it would put me in a more professional footing mm-hmm. if I paid them, and it kind of made me feel like, okay, I'm doing it right, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Instead of just like this hobby. So um, ended up, they all said, okay, no problem, we'll do it for free, mm-hmm. and so it made my life really easy. Um, <laughs> which goes to show you like how much more validating it was. Again, like going back to that idea, like people are willing to do it, you know. So. Man, so lucky. We're talking to Aaron Doerr. He's the audio engineer here at St. Louis on the Air. Uh, his podcast, which he launched this winter, is called Songs Out Loud. You can find this wherever you get your podcast. I really encourage people to check this out. And Aaron, I enjoyed listening to these. Um, you know I'm not a podcast person. Thanks but these for are, saying that. <laughs> these yeah. are so well put together. And what I found fascinating about it is in, in many of these episodes, you're talking to multiple musicians. But I understand you actually interview each of the musicians individually. And then you piece it back together. What made you go with individual interviews rather than just keeping it simple, get everybody in a big group? Yeah, um, I didn't want them so much like playing over, like playing um, with each other, like um, conversationally, like playing off what they're saying, like directly. Um, I felt like if I was um, broadcasting, so to speak, their own conversations about something, it wouldn't have quite the documentary feel that I wanted it to be. I really wanted it to be almost clinical sounding, where it's just like one person's voice and he's talking about a specific instrument. And then like maybe depending on like the narrative that was established, I can bring in someone else from the band if we have two um, on that episode and they can kind of reinforce that point. Uh, But I really wanted it to just be like... um, just kind of like a 
you know, the listeners turning the pages and kind of reading on their own as mm-hmm. opposed to like watching people have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Well, it leads to a great place. I want to have everybody listen to a part of your latest episode. This cool. features the new single, Kobe. Um, it's by the funk, soul, and hip-hop fusion group, Ilphonics. Um, and you start the episode by talking with rapper Larry Fallout Morris, and he recalls the moment he heard about Kobe Bryant's tragic death. He was actually in California himself at that time. So let's listen to a clip where you're kind of weaving together the story of the origins with the instrumental layers of early versions of this track we were starting to write this album anyway and I was out there late writing lyrics but that night I just started pinning this song I just started writing like Larry likes to record when we jam on new ideas so he'll take that uh, recording that he does on his phone and he'll go home and write the lyrics for it hi this is Keith Moore I'm the keyboardist and uh, vocalist for Ilphonics So Chad, so if you go through the if you go through the, the the layers, Spanky Simon, he's on bass, of course. Kevin is doing the guitar parts. Keith is playing the the piano. Kobe in particular was Chaz's idea. So I move over from the keys, he gets on the keys and plays this idea. So uh, you can tell everybody in the band was kind of excited about it because everybody immediately gets to playing, you know, and I'm looking at his hand so I can, you know, learn the song. (laughs) (laughs) So I can learn the song because he has to jump back over on the drums and, you know, play the drums as we flesh out the idea. So... And that is an episode of the podcast Songs Out Loud. It features the St. Louis band Ilphonics, just a really good example of of what you're doing there. But Aaron, I find myself contrasting this to what we do at St. Louis on the Air. This is a live show, which personally I like. Like whatever we do, it has to be good enough. The next day we just move on. What you're doing is so different in that I imagine you could end up being such a perfectionist as you piece together these various layers and try to get it just right. Is it hard to let an episode go and not just keep fine-tuning it indefinitely. Oh, man, that is the entire challenge. But I think that's the entire challenge of, like, an artist in general, you know? So I'm kind of, like, in between, yeah, um, some kind of artist uh, mentality where I'm, like, making this, you know, I'm creating, like, a film director, you know, and, like, you're always going to tweak something, right? Um, And then at the end of the day, you're like, "I, I want this to be 20 minutes, and... Yeah, you're right. That is the entire challenge. Um, the interesting thing about the Ilphonics episode, by the way, um, is that there was a very specific length that he wanted it to be based on Kobe Bryant's jersey numbers. He wanted to just make he this so easy cool. and simple yeah. <laughs> to end at precisely but a honestly, random point. Honestly, that helped me hmm. because it forced me into like, okay, this can't be long. Like, no, you can't include that. No, I know that he's laughing and being personable, but we can't, you know, he's not saying anything new. 
So. So having that time restriction maybe helps you, it helps fuel your creativity that there's some limit. Yes, but don't put those time restrictions on me, people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't want any other musicians no. to think that's a good idea. But I will say when you talk about how, you know, people are kind of opening up and you get this really good moment, I was struck listening to this. You really get some some interesting admissions from people. And they're not just talking about the music. There's one point where um, one musician you talk to, she talks about her father dying of alcoholism and how she herself was struggling with, with being a blackout drinker. Um, just just starting with talking about these songs, does it end up opening entire worlds? Absolutely. Yep. And, you know, these musicians have a story to tell. And especially when they're the lyricist, they have a story to tell that, you know, we don't really know at all. I mean, we can listen to the lyrics. Or if you're like me, uh, you don't really hear or process lyrics ever. Ever. Yeah. So uh, that kind of is helpful to be explained. Um, and, of course, it serves the song and the, the entire purpose of that musician writing the song. Um, they want you to know what it's about. Um, but they also want it to be meaningful to a lot of people. Um, so that example, um, Sonata McDermott was talking to me about their song, uh, the Cave of Swords episode. And... Um, I was kind of reading through the lyrics thinking that this could very easily be a breakup song. Um, and it was her, uh, she's very personable, and it was fun to talk to her about that uh, concept where she was like, oh, I wonder how many other people might think that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is interesting for me to consider, which is so obvious to me as the writer of the song, but maybe not so much to everyone else. And so getting people to open up and explain, but also... I wonder if it gets them to like think a little bit more inward about like their own process. And uh, in the Sunyata McDermott example, uh, she was like really open with both things. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Oh, I'm I'm thinking for the first time about my songwriting in a different way, and um, how specific these lyrics are to to the general public." Um, but also explaining, you know the background of where her headspace was in the song and what the lyrics mean, for sure. It seems like people would appreciate having such a thoughtful listener, like someone mm-hmm. who finds this process as, as interesting as they do. Is there ever, have you ever had somebody where it's been really hard to get them to open up? Or are people just ready to spill? You're like the Terry Gross of, of local music interviewing. <laughs> oh my God. Um, let's see. There, I'm always wondering how high these musicians are going to be when I'm talking to them. It's a and great like, question right there. I know. There. I'm like, please just be succinct. <laughs> uh, and, but they're always, actually, they're always really good. So far, so good. Knock on wood. Um, and you come away with, you know, their lyric explanations or their, like, song process explanations, uh, not ever hearing that song the same way again. Uh, you hear the song at the end of the podcast and... Even me still um, at doing it and spending hours and hours on it, um, I'll listen to it and be like, yeah, this is, this is a completely different song to me now in a good way, you know? We actually have a caller um, that I'm going to put through. This is Jerry calling from O'Fallon. Um, Jerry, hi. You're on St. Louis on the Air. Hello, and uh, hi, Aaron. How are you? Hey, Jerry. Good. Thanks. I, uh, I am very surprised to hear about this. Uh, kind of went under my radar, but I'm... Um, uh, uh, I'll be spending some time listening to uh, uh, to the various uh, to your back uh, back catalog, so to speak. I think it's really interesting that you you know a lot of people, even people who are really into music, 
you know, the really good musicians make it look really, really easy. And, like, there's really no, not a lot of just, you know, the, the building piece by piece that you're describing here. And uh, I think this very, is very illuminating uh, for someone who's seen the process a few times. And I think for the uh, audiences, I think it's really great to, uh, to show how this, how this works. Yeah, thank and, you for uh, that, also. Jerry. I, I'm, I think that you're really going to like this podcast if you're someone who's interested in that. Um, that's and, right for you. And my main interest also, Jerry, is like what's hard for musicians. I want to know what their like editing process is, what ends up on the cutting room floor, you know, like to see that um, as like musicians working on something and that, you know, it's, it's a, it is a process and that it's not just um, it doesn't go through some machine um, that kind of creates something. It's like there's wrong chords maybe or there's a melody that they didn't like or a rhyme scheme that they abandoned, you know, and that's the gold where I can get like where they can show me like their first demos or something. That's like to compare their first demos or their, yeah, the, the scraps is I think the most illuminating. So, uh yeah, thanks for calling. That's cool to hear from you. <laughs> so we should mention um, these come out every other week on Tuesdays. Again, this podcast is Songs Out Loud. You have one coming out this coming Tuesday, uh, April 20th. In our final minute, just give us a little uh, preview of what that one is. This has got to be the, one of the most interesting album rollouts of all time. Um, and I know that statement carries a lot of weight, but people are getting more and more creative with uh, the digital like music release uh, process right now and so what the band Foxing is doing with mm. their upcoming new album um, there's um, it's it's quite the um, adventure I'll say you got Foxing so you're getting you're starting to get some big names here I mean Nelly where you at <laughs> call me back <laughs> I mean man we gotta end on that note there's no better note Aaron Dorr thank you so much for joining us today it's my pleasure Sarah you can find Songs Out Loud wherever you get your podcasts and I want to go out of the show with the very first song you featured on your podcast this is Here's to Another by the folk rock studio project The Birthday People and astute listeners might recognize the voice of St. Louis Public Radio's own Mike Schrand Lead lines we follow directions we chose And here's to the mystery of all that's to come. We hope that it's worth it when all said and done. Monday on St. Louis on the Air, we'll hear from first-year Congresswoman Cori Bush. She has some big legislation she's going to tell us about. We'll also check out a new exhibit at the St. Louis Art Museum, and we'll learn about the fallout from Rolla's mask mandate. More reporting from the St. Louis on the Air team is available at stlpr.org. And never miss a conversation by subscribing to our podcast. You can find St. Louis on the Air on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts on the App Store. St. Louis on the Air is produced by Evie Hempel, Laura Hamden, Emily Woodbury, and Alex Hoyer. The audio engineer is Aaron Dorr. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Thank you for listening and have a great weekend. I'm Sarah Fenske. We wouldn't want to be here without you.
Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thank you. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com.